Greetings of the day. I Ashima Vij on behalf of APS Mamun welcome you all at our podcast Words Birds with the theme International Yoga Day. International Yoga Day has been celebrated across the world annually on 21st June since 2015. Yoga is a physical, mental and spiritual practice which originated in ancient india the indian prime minister mr narendra modi in his un address in 2014 had suggested the date of june 21st as it is the longest day of the year in the northern hemisphere and shares a special significance in many parts of the world the theme of yoga day 2022 is yoga for humanity talking about the importance of yoga it has been practiced in india since the 5th century yoga has been beneficial in keeping the body and mind in sound health a holistic approach yoga targets all the different systems of the body and mind it is said that the asanas make the body strong and flexible as health improves the mind too and is ensured with confidence The practice of pranayama regulates the purification of the internal system and the organs acting as a superior and able supplement to asanas. The energy that is generated in the body through these physical practices is then channeled into meditation or dhyan for stability, peace and calm. Not only this, but it also has many benefits like it improves strength balance and flexibility yoga helps with back pain relief yoga can ease arthritis symptoms yoga benefits heart attack yoga relaxes you to help you sleep better yoga can mean more energy and brighter moods yoga helps you manage stress yoga promotes better self care and many more I would end up saying yoga adds years to your life and life to your years. Thank you. Greetings of the day. This is Nitika Gupta from APS Mamun going to make you all aware of the school news. News number 1. The school will reopen on 4th of July. Class 10th and 12th board term 2 results still awaited. International Yoga Day was celebrated with full enthusiasm by Adam staff in APS Mamun. Ethics bowl competition will be on 4th of July in APS Pathankot. That's all from the news section. Thank you and have a wonderful time ahead. Namaskar today in the book review section we are going to review this book the things you can see only when you slow down by Hemant Sonim so people typically think that their minds are totally separate from the outside world and that there is a distinct boundary between the two but the buddha teaches that the boundary is paper thin and ultimately non-existent how you view the world negatively or positively is merely a projection of your mind your mind establishes your reality When your mind is joyful and compassionate the world is true 
When your mind is filled with negative thoughts, the world appears negative too. The world intrinsically is not good or bad, happy or sad, it simply exists. Your view of the outside world depends upon your interest and what you care about. For example, living a busy life is usually a choice. The world does not care about your activities or responsibilities. You have the option of taking on fewer commitments. You don't have to feel overwhelmed. A restful mind makes for a restful world. Contentment is the key to serenity. It enables you to appreciate the companies of those around you. Contentment also allows you to accept your past. You can drop your baggage and acknowledge negative feelings such as anger, stress and irritation. Awareness of your feeling changes your perspective and allows you to examine your emotions from the outside. When you criticize someone, see if you are doing out of envy. Your criticism reveals more about yourself than you realize. Even if you are correct, people may still find you unappealing. Awareness is always available to you. Do not allow negative feelings to build up inside of you. They are poisonous. Meditation, talking with someone or exercising can help relieve the toxicity. Combat painful memories by focusing on the present. Unpleasant thoughts will dissipate when you are here and now. You can tame your racing thoughts by being in the present. Don't view the world through the prism of the past. Unpleasant memories can make you sad. Accept the fact that people and circumstances change. Try to live in the present. Practice self-love. Acknowledge life's challenges while staying compassionate towards yourself. When you experience overwhelming feelings, list all of your stresses on a piece of paper, including minor things such as responding to emails. Try to relax. Tomorrow you can take care of the items on your list. You will be in a good frame of mind when you wake up. When we are comfortable with ourselves and have accepted ourselves wholly, others will find us approachable and will like us for what we are. Don't let criticism defeat you, particularly when it comes from people who don't know you. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Try to understand what they are teaching you and accept those lessons with gratitude and humility. Find joy in life and look for humor, a fundamental part of living. Laugh at yourself and with others. Having critics means what you are doing is getting people's attention. Have courage and continue down the path you are on. When you are feeling particularly needy and looking to others for consolation, try reaching out to people who need succor and offer comfort. Assisting others will help you feel better. Caring for others and helping them succeed will brighten your mood. Act of kindness elevate your spirit and self-esteem. The first step in conquering negativity is recognizing when it's driving your thinking. The second step is accepting rather than suppressing it. View negative emotions as raw energy instead of giving them labels such as anger or hatred. Accessing that energy can help you realize that a negative emotion is fleeting. It will either disappear or expose another emotional layer. Self-awareness helps you realize that negative emotions merely come and go and they do not define you. Embrace your negative emotions and release them. Get in touch with your subconscious through meditation. Silence allows you to access your innermost emotions. Practicing acceptance calms the mind in the midst of constant and rapid change around you. Swallowing your pride brings humility, opens channels for communication and allows you to hear everyone. Most people spend their lives resisting reality. Everyone is kind to someone they meet for the first time. The question is how long their kindness lasts. Don't be fooled just because someone is nice to you at first. 
One reality is that you can't control other people. That's impossible. Most people have trouble controlling their own minds, much less other human beings. Other people will resist attempts to control them just as you would. Allow others to have their beliefs and viewpoints. Trying to convince them to see the world through your eyes invariably creates argument and hurt feelings. Resist the urge to react immediately when you hear something that angers you. Pride often leads to painful disagreements. Winning an argument can leave the other person will hurt feelings. Sleep on it before you fire off an email or text. Quick emotional responses often generate undesirable results. Many people strive to live in a beautiful home, drive a classy automobile and maintain their youthful appearance. Developing solid relationships is not often as high a priority. Having fulfilling relationships with loved ones and friends enables you to overcome life challenges. Cultivating good relationships requires striking a balance between spending too much or too little time interacting. Even the best relationships require participants to have personal space. Enmeshment can create resentment. Avoid conflicts by practicing respect and humility. Be genuine and honest. Telling someone that they hurt your feelings is much more effective than going on the offensive. Speaking harshly of others ultimately hurts you the most because negativity will take over your thoughts. Forgiving those who may have wronged you is not easy, but forgiveness is the only way to unburden yourself and live a happy life. During the process of forgiveness, you may experience anger and bitterness. Your circumstances may seem unfair. Acknowledge and accept these feelings. Even though your heart may want to hold on to resentment, make the conscious decision to forgive. Look beneath the surface to see if emotions such as grief, fear, or shame fuel your anger. Eventually, you may be able to show compassion towards your adversaries. If you continue to clash with another person, perhaps you both share the same character flaws. Like the sun, which provides sustenance to all living things, love is unconditional and encompassing. The more you chase love, the less likely you are going to find it. Love will appear on its own time. Love occurs naturally without effort. Trying to love someone is not genuine love. Love is not enough to build an enduring relationship. That takes trust. The building trust takes time. Love means trusting another person and being willing to listen to him or her simply out of love. Don't try to change or improve the people you love. Love means investing your soul in another human being. It's a fact of life. Everyone does not have to like you. Don't worry about other people's opinions. Try not to be offended. Follow your heart to happiness. How other people feel about you is not your problem, it's theirs. Life has twists and turns that are out of your control. So live with panache and flair, no matter what. Meeting people you admire will give you a boost of inspiration and optimism. You can only think of one thing at a time, so be careful with your thoughts. Wise people prefer listening to talking. When you think you know something, you close your mind to new knowledge. Rigid beliefs can prevent you from seeing reality, but you can learn more easily if you are open and admit your deficiencies. Wisdom means looking at both at big picture and at specifics. Don't race to solve another person's problems. Listening with sincerity is often enough. Like a poor driver who brakes too often, a poor listener selfishly interrupts good conversations. Some people know as children what they want to be when they grow up. 
most people need years to find their calling the passion to pursue a particular career is not necessarily innate it can develop through everyday experiences choose a career that interests you don't worry about what others say rely on your instincts set goal in your life and align it with your hopes and aspirations not someone else the only person you should compete against is yourself choose happiness not success as your life's goal if you become successful but are not happy then what's the point life comes with no guarantees be courageous live a life which defines you as a human being don't run after money or fame or worldly happiness look for contentment in your life and it always comes by helping others thanks greetings of the day today ayashi mishra from class 10 is going to be delivering an article on the topic i used to be a human being by andrew sullivan as a blogging pioneer author andrew sullivan was among the first of a crowd that voraciously devoured news to spew out an endless stream of post sullivan constantly updated his blog creating his stories in real time as information was coming in but this virtual living took a toll on his health at one point his doctor asked him did you really survive a child to die of the web reluctantly sullivan admitted to himself that he no longer had control over his online habits in 2015 he quit the web and a few months later checked himself into a meditation center Do not flatter yourself in thinking that you have much control over which temptations you click on. Silicon Valley's technologists and their ever-perfecting algorithms have discovered the form of bait that will have you jumping like a witless minnow. Almost half of Americans say they can't live without their phones. What primal force makes an object grow from an unknown to crucial in less than a decade? People are biologically predisposed to hanker after gossip, validation and information, and your smartphone supplies a massive dose to them. Efficient algorithms guarantee that people will continue to click and scroll, but not because it's satisfying, they continue precisely because they are never satiated. People are particularly helpless in the face of abundant information when it appears to come from or to be connected to their friends but ignoring the person sitting nearby to engage with friends through a screen is to abandon the nuances of interaction eye contact body language tone that humankind had practiced for eons social media may supply bump after bump of dopamine but instead of happiness they merely provide a momentary distraction from unhappiness People who are constantly reaching out to social media have forgotten how to endure emotional pain and how to comfort themselves. Just as modern street lighting has slowly blotted the stars from the visible skies, so too have cars and planes and factories and flickering digital screens combined to rob us of silence that was previously regarded as integral to health of the human imagination. Each Even the techies who build this new digital reality need a release value. 
they flee into the desert for an annual burning man festival luxuriating in the lack of internet and cell signals people also turn to yoga and mindfulness to escape information temporarily others find solace in cannabis which slows the mind and allows for contemplation humans are self correcting perhaps in the future society will build more escape hatches into the system wifi free spaces gadget free dinners or an offline day once a week Sullivan is still quitting. He is still fighting and giving in to online temptations while simultaneously striving to read books, meet with friends and take in the surroundings. Thank you. Namaskar. I Shekhar Sharma along with my student Aru welcome you all in the last section of our podcast Deliberations. And today the topic of discussion is yoga. So my first question to you Aru is what is yoga? The word yoga is derived from the Sanskrit word meaning yoga. It is an ancient system of physical and psychic practice that originated during the Indus Valley civilization. in south asia the first written records of this methodology appeared around 200 bc in yoga sutra of patanjali the system consists of the eight folds path or asthana yoga a contemporary interpretation of yoga describes yoga as a systematic practice aimed at developing harmony in the body mind and environment Aru how is yoga different from meditation Meditation dhyana is a part of yoga practice yoga is composed of eight basic principles rules for living in society yama self restraining tools niyama no physical impact posture asana breathing techniques pranayama detachment of the mind from senses parithara concentration dharana meditation dhyana complete union with super consciousness samadhi aru can i do asanas by myself with the help of a yoga book yes but this is not recommended although the dvds and book illustrations on yoga seem pretty obvious it is strongly recommended to learn the asanas under the guidance of a teacher The posture may cause serious damage to the body if performed incorrectly. One must be aware of one's body signals in attempting the posture. If the posture is difficult, it should not be forced. 